Ascension Day, a Gene Steeler Cult podcast. Uh, my name is Gabe Connor, and I'm going to be your host for today. So today is going to be a State of the Cult episode in which uh, we're just going to basically go over how the faction is performing in the wider metagame. Uh, we'll take a look at some statistics, uh, we'll take a look at some lists, and we will uh, just kind of talk about how, uh, how Gene Steeler Cole is doing in general. Uh, before I go any further, uh, if you would like to join our Discord community, it will be in the show notes as well as um, on the main page of whatever um, what, whatever system you're listening to this on, whether it be like Spotify or Apple Music or excuse me, Apple Podcasts, uh, there is a um, a premium section that you can join. Uh, it comes out to be about six dollars U.S. or so a month. Essentially, what that will do is allow you to uh, to ask questions uh, that can be answered in the show as well as uh, have lists to be reviewed uh, during the show on um, uh, on the State of Cult episodes. Um, no pressure though, the rest the, uh, the rest of, of the um, of the discord is open to you um, and it's honestly the best place to Get news for the uh, for the podcast. Uh, keep up whenever new episodes come out. That sort of stuff. All righty then. So starting off with the episode, we'll take a look at some of the basic statistics. And honestly, I'm probably just gonna lead with a short little um, a short little discussion of where Gene Steelers are at. So, within stat check, we are at a 47% win rate. A with a this is based on 104 games played. We have had uh, no zero four no event starts, zero event wins. Right now, <laughs> right now, uh, the faction isn't doing so hot, um, and it makes sense. So, when we before the data slate, um, and we'll go over all the data slate changes and all that stuff. Before the data slate, we did have some decent games into uh into factions that were trying to hide from from wraith guard or you know hide from uh forge fiends or stuff like that we could uh so stuff like l you know we actually had a pretty good elf matchup uh we had a good matchup into basically anyone who wasn't bringing a whole lot of uh of tanks and um Stuff that they did not want blasted by Forge Fiends. 
now, so CSM is, is uh, well, they're not gone, but they are not nearly as strong as they are. So people are a lot more willing to bring their heavy armor out, which makes sense on why we're seeing a lot of Iron Storm lists. Um, and, uh, and like sisters bring a bunch of castigators and so on and so forth. Um, what this causes for us as a faction is now a lot of the units we're having to fight is going to be T9, T10, T11 which is not particularly fun. Um, people are also kind of encouraged to bring a lot of heavier duty stuff because guard is starting to become a lot more prevalent. Um, guard is bringing stuff like double mana core, double basilisk, uh, or maybe even three mana cores, uh, which I'll kind of talk about later on in the episode. Uh, about us possibly, you know, doing this, some of the testing I've been doing. And uh, this is causing us to, to just really bounce as a faction off of just data sheets that other people are, are building and bringing. Um, that's not to say I'm not trying to be all doom and gloom and all hope is lost because it's not. Still win games for Genius Sailor Corp. We have a 47% win rate. We're not the lowest. Uh, they're uh, World Eaters, uh, CSM, uh, Blood Angels, even are all are all having a bit more struggles than we are as a whole. And uh, you also see like Astro Militarum is at 45%. But let's be honest. There's a lot of people who bring Astra Militarum to events who, you know, they, they've been playing Imperial Guard since 2nd edition. And, you know, they have their one list that they've been running for eight years straight through three editions. <laughs> and uh, they're not going to change for anyone. Or, or they're bringing something that's very, like, role-play-y or, or whatever. So I wouldn't trust the win rate specifically on that. Um... So we're not, it's not all doom and gloom. And taking, taking Gene Stealers against, you know, some, some good players, uh, a lot of people do, they do see where GSE can succeed in, which is, we play secondaries very well. Uh, we do a lot, a lot, a lot of damage into anything T6 and below. And we lead to very asymmetric games. Which some people, and some armies, frankly, are not particularly good at dealing with. Um... For, so I'm not going to go over our win rate like uh, by matchup too much uh, just because there's not a lot of data 
we only have data on 20 players so it, it i could i mean i could bring it up but it's not going to be entirely paint an entire correct picture um but for instance um if you look at like here we go uh if you look at like adeptus mechanicus or tau or um you know various form of nids games or, or uh, armies that like kind of rely on preying on armies being kind of stagnant and more or less pushing up the board they don't want to be dealing with something that can outdance them so there are still games to be won um and no one should look at this data and be like oh it's impossible for me to play because it's not um you you can you can take games from chaos knights you can take games from from uh, necrons especially if you're going into like hypercrypt um you can take games for uh, for all those people but it's going to be hard if you really think about it um if if you go against a player who is playing perfect 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 40k gsg should always lose right because what 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 does gsc do we have the ability to take high damage um units and place them exactly where they need to be to really stomp on mistakes that are made that, that is that is what we do we we drop we kill something and we do this with oc2 bodies primarily so not only can we drop and kill something we can drop and kill something and deny primary we can drop and kill something and move block um depending on where we went we can drop kill something and then come back up again what is holding us back though is our stuff is very expensive 180 points for a neophyte brick is ridiculous 370 points uh for aberrants for 10 aberrants is ridiculous um so we have a high premium on everything we we have which is why when a GSC player makes a very small mistake, it is huge. If your neophytes get tagged when they shouldn't have, so that way you're not able to put them back into deep strike, that is that could be game ending. Just because a rhino, you know, you didn't think about the rhino making that seven inch charge. And now that neophyte unit can't can't go back up and uh, and go back into uh, and go back into deep strike to come down and do it again. So I know this is a bit of a departure from the last episode that we have, but uh, it's hard to uh, 
there is the meta is still relatively new so our data isn't super there um so this is just gonna be a lot of me talking uh but we will uh we will go over some lists um but anyway um now i think this is the time for us as a G as a faction community to really dig into not only our codex or uh, index but guard index as well and see what we can do we've you know still been seeing some of the katachan chimera builds which have been decent they've been decent obviously nobody has won anything substantial with them but with but just gsc in general uh we we haven't won a gt um we really haven't been particularly close to winning any kind of substantial gt um uh, there's a few that are relatively small that we we may have gone three and two or four one and one um but nothing big and that's gonna happen you know also due to kind of the brain drain that we've experienced a lot of people hopped on to gsc at the beginning of 10th um to exploit triple nexos and triple acolyte bricks you know coming down and just murdering three things turn two and then as soon as that ability got taken away they just dropped the faction our win rates plummeted and people still kept trying to build those same builds or builds relatively similar to that and they were coming up short so it's not surprising that we're at where we're at we also compared to a lot of other factions do not have an incredibly deep index our uh we don't have a lot of units just we're, we're still i mean our army is not relatively our army is technically one of the oldest armies um in the game but in terms of its modern iteration we're a relatively new army with relatively straightforward uh characters and abilities um and everything like that so Sometimes our hands are a little bit tied in terms of the different kind of play styles that we're going to be able to do, which is honestly going to be that way until we get a codex. Um, as the main like thing that we do currently, right? Which is still at the end of the day, drop down, kill kill the things you need to kill, disrupt primary, and and try and and try and shore up you know some secondary that we may not be getting by or a primary that we may not be getting by scoring good secondary so uh we'll um we'll take a look at a couple of lists um so the only five the only i guess perfect list that that was played since uh the last time we've had uh, we've had one of these episodes was by Dustin Henshaw, who was playing um, GSC in a team tournament. 
normally I don't like talk about teams tournaments because they aren't in uh, they aren't a good example of um, of of what a of what a singles list would be like because you know in teams you have the ability to to essentially force pair your your faction into something that you'd want that you'd normally have a good advantage into so it's not it's not really a strong showing of like oh how good is this army i think there we are an example of an army that can be good in teams when singles were, were having a hard time so his list was uh is interesting uh a nexos two primuses two reductuses uh one ac one ten man acolyte with bombs one two acolytes uh five man acolytes with bombs um two 20 man neos with seismics and grenades two five man aberrants an achilles ridge runner two goliath trucks uh two by ten catachans two chimeras so the, the first thing i think everyone will see is uh the two by five aberrants without um without a uh without a boss to lead them which as a i stand on an objective and i make you kind of think twice about coming near me thing is not terrible right it's it's not it's not terrible but I, I, I will say, you know, probably take this list into like a couple practice games before you just slam it and take it to a GT or an RTT. Because again, this was a team tournament that, and I know Dustin Henshaw is a good player. He's on, he's on a, a good team, like a uh, team with like Skari and a bunch of other like really good Canadian players and looking at some of the teams that they played into they had definite advantages going into them so i will say take take this with a grain of salt but um if you look at the rest we've had a couple three and twos at gt level events um a, yeah um uh, a four and two at, at Alpine Cup. Um, so the like the four and two at the uh, sorry Kessel Alpine Cup Kessel GT was the abominant. He had abominant Clamavus, uh, two Primuses, two Reductus. Excuse me. Um, two by ten acolytes with bombs. Two by twenty neophytes with uh, four seismic, four grenade, ab uh, ten man abbeys, a ridge runner, uh, three catachans, three taurus. So, uh, not bad. I mean, I'd say four and two is what you what you can expect going being well versed and well practiced especially running the the um the catachans and chimeras with the catachans and taroxes you know list um because 
you will run into the armies that they come you you put the you put the transports on the objective they come to take the transport off the objective they have to kill what they have to kill the transport you know odds are they're either going to be more melee or more shooting skewed and now um a, now you need another activation or another turn to kill all the catachans that are now on the objective and then by that point you've taken enough withering fire from the rest of the uh the units the rest of the gsc units that you've essentially killed yourself trying to remove this trash um that is just sitting there which is a solid plan it is a solid plan but yeah so if your goal is just to hack go in to a gt and say i just want to come out with a positive win rate um or or go to an rtt and you could probably win with it and people do i shouldn't say you probably you can people have won one rtts if that's your if that's your plan that's, that's a solid plan i, I think um that's still a, a fairly good list that can um, take advantage of that. So, other than that, that's probably the best that we've put up. Again, only 20 players in the last uh, in the last month have played have uh, played GT level events. Um, so data isn't incredibly there. So the question is, what do we do from here? You know, it's um, there is, you know, there's a lot of. Um, there's a lot of data sheets that we can kind of pull from within the guard index. And sticking with our index, okay. I guess this would probably be a good time to go over the uh, to go over the data slate. Uh, the data slate is we got a slight decrease to peer strains. We get the heal guys up that are in strat reserve, and we reserves of any kind uh, you can use the icon even when they're uh, off the board and uh, people coming in from deep strike do not get rid of do not get rid of blips but conversely they also are not affected by the reductus's saboteur's bomb because it does not count as ending a move which for both those things you need to end a move um, so um you know neat things interesting it's not exactly shaping the way that we particularly do business in and of itself just the way that we do business is now being shaped by the broader meta there's no nerfs but there really wasn't any reason to nerf us our our uh our our win rate hasn't been incredibly great um, ever since we the we got our original nerf um, after that 
that that big nerf at uh, at the beginning of the edition, uh, and obviously the changes to stratagems. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of what we got going on there. So, what do we have within our codex? Well, we have to think of the problems we're trying to solve. Uh, big boogeymen that are shaping the the current uh, metagame are obviously Necrons, um, Sisters. Excuse me. Sisters are doing well. Um, Black Templars in either, you know, picking some form of marine detachment, whether that be Gladius, or whether that be their own, or maybe even Ironstorm. Uh, Dark Angels with Ironstorm is one that is looks particularly nasty. Uh, Eldar is still doing decently well. You know, these are... All these factions are stuff that you're going to see. Uh, Tau. Tau is becoming more popular. Um, you know, a lot of their boogeymen are, are gone. Um, so that's kind of what we're working with. So now I have to think, well, what do we have in our toolbox that will allow us to do well? Well, there's still going to be, you're still going to be bringing acolytes. Acolytes are just incredibly good at taking the that one thing a turn, or possibly more, if you're bringing, if either you're rapid ingressing or you're bringing guys in transports. There's one or two things a turn and saying, I need those to go away. So, still solid. Still great. Still bring them. Um, probably not going to change unless either they're nerfed into the ground or until our codex comes out um, neophytes uh, three man, uh, three bricks of neophytes are probably something you can start moving away from uh, exploring less I certainly have I've been exploring even down to one but you know maybe two uh strength six still um strength six still going into uh into custodies or anything like that is still particularly good um so and with using perfect ambush or using ridge runner they'll be taking seismics on their four up whenever coming out of deep strike and then you know every time you roll a three you know a custodian's guard is is is, uh, is dead right um for damage on the seismics or on the grenades so still good um this point i think we can start getting creative and i'm calling on you guys calling on you guys to really if let's be honest if you are bringing GSC right now to a tournament is because you are a GSC fan you 
want GFC to do well. Or, or you want to do well with GFC. So, um, full, uh, full disclosure, I went to a GT and I actually didn't bring GFC. I brought uh, my Chaos Knights and that was because I had right before I brought my uh, I I brought my my uh, muscle beach list up against one of my pals and it did not go as I expected it to go and uh, at that point I didn't really have the time to to practice or to hobby up anything uh, anything else because I knew that bringing the standard uh, 60 neophytes, 40 acolytes, 10, 10 abbeys and stuff, um, would not, would not be doing well. And I was trying to, to really push myself. So bad on me, bad Gabe. Um, I'm, I'm terrible, but I, I got that on my system and I'm looking for, and, and, um, I'm looking to, uh, to just be running GSC for the foreseeable future. All right, so calling on you guys, calling on myself, calling on everyone who wants to see this faction succeed. We, let's start doing our, doing our best, playing practice games, changing our list, playing TTS, and really just exploring what we have within within this army and within the index and within the guard index um, because bringing 500 points of guard is can be so nice like um, one of the things that I've been messing around with and thinking about and I've given it a couple tries I'm gonna continue to try, keep trying it before I commit to to hobbing anything up. But just playing on TTS for now is exploring indirect. Uh, is exploring bringing bringing the best part of guard and uh, tossing it in our list and seeing what you do. So, for instance, you can bring. Two Primuses, a Reductus, a, uh, a Biophagus with Cunning, 2x10 Acolytes, 2x20 Neophytes, 10-man uh, Aberrants, a Ridge Runner, 3 Basilisks, a Scout Sentinel, and a Cyclops Demolition Vehicle. You could fit all of that. I think it's. I think you're right at like 1995, 1990. That sounds so nice, and it sounds nice because what you're able to do with this list is uh, you're able to flink all of the random crap. That's all around the board, scoring homers, scoring behind enemy lines, sitting behind a wall waiting to be charred, or whatever. All of the crap can just go away. I cannot tell you how many games I've had 
where I'm like, I really have to activate an entire neophyte unit to kill this. This is why this neophyte unit is 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 coming out in Deep Strike to kill these five shadow specters or whatever, you know, to kill the beast of Nurgle unit something that that's just like scoring and and not actually like a threat to me but i have to but because i'm limited on what i bring and neophytes have a funny way of not doing anything if you don't bring a primus with them that i'm having to take is what comes up to 270 points to kill 100 which, yes, I'm going to spend a CP, and it's going to come back up, but you only have five rounds, five turns of Warhammer. You only have five turns to utilize how, or utilize the, uh, the unit that you paid 270 points for. And GSC, by our nature, is an army that wants uses out of our stuff um, I mean we just the fact that we on a dice roll get them back shows that GW looks at GSC as you need to be dropping things killing them uh, picking the back up or if they don't get packed up they get they get killed um, you know we'll change the balance a little bit of whether or not you get them back but you get them back and then they go and they do it again um, that's that's what we do so, having to be activation locked, I know this is something let's, let's talk about, activation locked or activation taxed, like taking a core key unit of how we play the game to deal with crap, it can be not only annoying, it can be detrimental. My neophyte unit that could be killing a unit of terminators is now killing a unit of scouts. Um, so that's something that we can explore with indirect. Um, I, I personally don't have enough data uh, to, to support and say, oh, this is a great thing that we're doing uh, or that we need to do, but it's something, you know what I mean? And I think that, again, Catachans and Chimeras, uh, just guard infantry is still not not a bad. It's it's not bad. It it cert it does win games. It gets you pretty far in a tournament, but you are not winning a tournament um, unless that they're uh, unless that either a someone with the brain power to do so comes back to playing GSC versus whatever it is they're playing that is arguably, you know, a better, uh, better faction, or the meta shifts in such a way that the, it will, that, that the Catachan Chimera, uh, builds will, will really start to take hold and, and win, win, the, and win the matchups that's not winning currently um, you know that's that's really as far as we've got 
we've we've gotten from you know guys going three and two to guys going like four and two or four and one um so i think if we have to take it upon ourselves as a gsd community to dive deep into um into our books and into our brains and really figure out like what we can do to claw these wins that's what we gotta do now we gotta we got claw we we have to um nothing is coming to gsd easily there's none there are very few matchups i look at that i'm like oh man this is gonna be easy <laughs> like oh man i i paired into blah wow walk in the park versus when i'm playing chaos knights or if i play drukari or i play whatever you know drukari with the new with the new detachment or whatever there are gonna be games like that i'm like man this this is so easy thank god you know i rolled this a person and and now i'm i i turn my brain off throw my shit on the board you know we do not get that luxury currently and that's fine i didn't start playing gsc because i wanted easy games i played gsc because i feel like no other faction embodies what i want to do more than gsc does and th that's been how they've been since since release is they are the asymmetric army that plays 40k entirely different than everyone else they don't rely on like these are my moves you know and this is the thing and it moves up it is i will be everywhere i will be nowhere when i come down i'm going to kill you and i'm going to come back up i'm going to do it again you know in ninth edition you know like you didn't realize that I could come in here, here, and here, and now I'm getting all these stacking buffs because now you're exposed, now you're within crossfire, and all this other stuff. So it's not going to be easy, but I think it is possible. I think that there, that there is builds out there that can win GPs. Um, and it's going to take all of us working together to really do that. So, anyway, off of my soapbox, <laughs> I know that this was a lot different from the previous Day of the Cult episode, but we're still very early into the meta. We don't really have a lot of the numbers, and it's been a while since I put out an episode, so I just wanted to get something out there. Um... You know, I uh, I appreciate you guys listening, and I really want to hear what you guys have to say. I really, really want to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, currently in the Discord, I have a uh, a Necron uh, channel, uh, specifically talking about the Necron matchup, and probably for the next um, month or so. I'm going to lift the uh, 
lift the chat delay off the general channel so we can just get some get some more people talking more often and I uh, and and I want us to ping pong ideas um, so uh, please please come to discord let's chat let me hear what you have to say others hear what you have to say we are we are such a small community within the greater 40k sphere and um, I think it's important that we you know come together and we start to, to, to really try and push ourselves to, to win because we can you know what I mean GC is not <laughs> we're not Necrons man we're not just slamming 18 wraiths on a table and, you know, going to sleep. We're not, uh, we're not taking, you know, 10, 10 man bricks of crusaders and kicking them up the board and, you know, taking a nap. Like, we're working. So, I, uh, I think, I think we can, we can come out of the slouch we can maybe uh, get a get some ideas that can that can potentially uh, shake up some games. So again, uh, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Um, I plan on having another episode out soon. Uh, we're topic will hopefully be something that's a bit more um, constructive. Uh, maybe um preparing for gts or hobbying or something along those lines so once once i figure out uh the next topic uh hopefully we'll have maybe have some guests on um i'll post that in the discord you guys can uh take a listen all right all right you guys have a good one see you